If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 11 to 1, Monday Motivation. Motivation. Yes, Monday Motivation is back and today we're very much focusing on education. Education is the key to success and teachers making a lasting impact in the lives of their students. And in fact, the groundwork for education is done in very early childhood and research shows that children who attend preschool and creche are more likely to succeed in later life. Education has always been extremely important for my next guest. The importance of working hard at school and getting a good education was drummed into her at a very early age so it's no surprise then that she holds a degree a master's and a PhD in early years education it was during her studies at Cork IT and while working in early childhood services that she noticed a key need despite the dedication and quality of teachers they were spending more time on paperwork and less time focused on the child's development this is where the idea for Teach Cloud an app that has been described as the Netflix of children's learning was born I'm delighted now to be joined by Dr Wendy Okay, she's founder of Teach Cloud, who's with us for much needed Monday motivation. How are you doing, Wendy? Hi, Sinead. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, listen, can I congratulate you, first of all, because as a parent, this app has completely transformed the way I interact with my son's creche. And it's just wonderful to see how much the girls in the creche are actually doing with him. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing because, you know, the work that preschool teachers do is enormous. And I think during COVID-19, we've really seen that. So it's great that parents like yourselves and we get this all the time are, you know, they're like, our teachers are amazing. I can see everything that he's doing or that, you know, that my daughter's doing or my son is doing. So it's great to hear from someone like you, Sinead. Well, you know, I mentioned in the opening there the importance of getting a good education, something a lot of us will have heard growing up. But this was very much drummed into you from an early age. Education was a real driving force for you. Yeah, it really was. I mean, it's it's the main reason I started Teach Cloud, to be honest. Um, my grandfather grew up in extreme poverty, um, you know, the kind of poverty where you don't have any shoes. And his mom always believed in the power of an education and specifically in early education, because she really thought that that would break, you know, the cycle of poverty. So sometimes his mom would go without food just so she could pay for his books and school fees and things like that. And education took him from literally living in a makeshift hut to a Supreme Court. Um, judge. So, you know, and like you said at the start, when, when I then went into CIT, I already had a deep respect for teachers. But then like, you know, I was studying early childhood education and we were learning that children that, you know, um, attend quality preschool services are less likely to um, be incarcerated. They're more likely to own their own homes. They're more likely to have better educational attainment than their peers or other children that don't attend quality preschools. So I really wanted to understand what makes a quality preschool and also what makes a quality teacher. Oh, I'm just listening to you tell the story about your grandfather and I know we've chatted about this already, but what an inspirational figure to have in your life. Was he very much an inspiration, his story? Oh yeah, I mean... You- 
I think my uncle actually wrote a book <laughs> about him and, and a few other people have. But it, it's crazy to think that I'm even related to someone like that, because like his story, it, it's like if you, you know, kind of listen to the whole thing, it would it would make you cry. But it's amazing to have someone like that in my family. And yeah, he's definitely been an inspiration to, you know, our generation and of course generations to come. And as you say, you know, he broke this cycle of poverty, you know, through education. He 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 went on to lead this rich life, which is something that, you know, has enabled ye to, to go on and have such a great education. But, you know, you were very much heading for lecturing and teaching kind of that side of things before life took you in another direction into business, uh, becoming an entrepreneur. That wasn't part of the plan initially. That was not part of the plan initially. <laughs> Actually, um, you know, while I was uh, doing my leaving search, my mom was diagnosed with cancer and I had always wanted to be a doctor. And, you know, during that time, I'm really close to my mom, basically. And the family was just in complete disarray. You know, she's mm. our rock. And um, yeah, during that time, I just didn't want to study, just didn't want to do anything, you know, didn't really care about school. And I think that's good, though, because I think it shows that even if, you know, especially during COVID-19, look, if the leaving cert doesn't go well, there's so many other options and ways to still get into university or college or go into your dream profession. So it wasn't the plan. But, you know, eventually I, I um, you know, I did get into CIT, now MTU, um, to study early child education. So it's, there, as you mentioned, and I think that's really encouraging for an awful lot of students, particularly Leaving Cert students now, who are, you know, faced with so much doubt and confusion as to what's going to happen. As you say, you know, there are other avenues into things, which is fantastic. Um, but tell me where the inspiration then for the app came from. This was very much working hands on with crash workers. 100%. Um, so when I got into CIT, now MTU, I keep saying CIT because that's still in my head. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure we all remember a really great teacher that we had. And mm. if not, we definitely remember a not so great teacher. So like I said, you know, I was really looking at what makes a quality preschool teacher. So during um, the course in MTU, we went into lots of different preschool services. I spoke to over a thousand um, preschool teachers, whether that was surveys, interviews or face to face. And what I really found was they loved working uh, with children, just like my grandfather, the, um, my grandfather's mom, they believed in the power of a quality preschool education. But they were actually spending on average one to four hours per day on admin and compliance. So all those, you know, um, records that you get, that's someone sitting down and having to either type that out or write that out or print it out for the inspector, for the parents, or just for their records. So you know, I really thought there had to be a better way to enable the school to still get all their paperwork done because we know that regulations are super important, especially now during, you know, something like COVID-19, mm-hmm. where the teachers are having to do stuff like the cleaning sheets, the risk assessments. But I also want them to still spend time with the children because that's really what children need is that interaction, of course. So I created TeachCloud, which is a management and compliance application to help preschools communicate and share important information videos, images with parents. And of course, it's been a godsend during COVID-19, but it also helps the teachers actually focus and document the development of the child and comply with regula- regulations like policies, accident forms and things like that. So yeah, that it really came directly from the preschool teachers themselves. And also I spoke to a lot of parents as well. So like you said, it was it was hands-on. Yeah, very much so. And I love that you describe it as the Netflix of children's learning. That's a great way to describe it. But for those who don't have the app, tell me how it works day to day. Yeah, so day to day, um, the pre- well, I'll, I'll talk mainly about parents because I think yeah. probably a lot of people listening um, would uh, you know, understand this. But 
you're a parent, you take your child to preschool, you're not necessarily there, you're not necessarily sure what's going on. Um, so in the preschool, the teacher is able to share videos, images of what the child is doing and also almost like a learning journal. So like every day they can share exactly what the child did, what they said, even you know, obviously, like I said, videos and images, mm -hmm. but they can also share the child's attendance. Um, they can share things like what the child ate, their disposition, their sleeping pattern. And it's really important because now with COVID-19, the parents aren't able to go into the preschool. Um, also things like even signing policies. Parents can sign that um, on TeachCloud. They can do the full enrollment form on TeachCloud. And then, then moving to things like compliance. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, we were all aware of like the RTE uh, report that went on about um, preschools and yeah. compliance. There's a lot of compliance for preschool teachers and there's a lot of amazing preschool teachers. But on TeachCloud, they're able to do, you know, those kind of boring compliance things, but mm -hmm. things that are really important. So, like I said, the risk assessments, the cleaning sheets, um, fire safety, training logs, making sure that their teachers are trained and up to date. Um, TeachCloud will even remind them and we're, you know, bringing out a new feature, I'll remind them when training is needed. So, yeah, there's a lot there. There really is. And, you know, when the app launched, it was back in February 2017. How did it feel? It must have been a really exciting, proud moment, was it? It was. I mean, look, it was really, really exciting. Um, and I didn't really go full time on Teach Cloud until 2019 in June. But, you, you know, I think as a business owner, you're kind of there's always challenges. And one of my challenges was always kind of not believing in myself enough, you know, so always thinking, you know, something will go wrong or I'm not the best person for the job. So <laughs> there, you know, it's exciting, but it's also a roller coaster at the same time. Oh yeah, you've got uh, what a lot of women have called imposter syndrome. That's pretty much my middle name, absolutely. Um, but you know, we're we're all back to homeschooling today. A lot of crashes are closed except for essential workers. What are your views on these gaps now in, in the child's education? Would you be worried? Um, do you know what? I think I would be probably more concerned about um, the the lack of support for mm. the preschools, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um, you know, I think that there needs to be more support with regards to funding for preschool teachers. Of course, we're in unprecedented times, but at the same time, you know, preschool teachers are essential workers and, yep. you know, they're needed for people to go to work. But also, like we said, there's a huge benefits for the children. I don't think that there's a, going to be a huge gap in children's learning just because Preschool is really about the social emotional development of the child. Um, it's it's less to do with focusing on two plus two equals four, yeah. and really to do with those interactive experiences for children. And I think when they do come back to preschool, they'll be happy to see their friends, and you know they'll be able to go back to learning. But I think right now we really need to focus on making sure that we have a stable preschool system that's funded, um, and that we're really when children do come back, that we're really providing them with quality experiences, and that comes from supporting the workforce. Oh, absolutely. It really, really does. And, you know, in terms of the, the crash uh, themselves, as you know, my crash, Just Kids and Drada, I have to give them a big shout out today. Uh, they very much are using this app uh, to great success. You must have had great feedback from the likes of these people who are using it. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, we're actually bringing out more of an instant messenger. So similar to WhatsApp on the app, just to facilitate things like, you know, pandemic closing down and things like that. So that there's even more instant communication between parents and teachers. But yeah, we've had really good feedback and it, it really helps when, you know, you get that feedback 
it keeps you going because, you know, when you hear the parents like yourself saying, you know, I can keep up to date on my child's learning. I now understand what they're doing. And when the child comes home, I'm able to actually um, continue on that learning. So even though that there is a pandemic, like you said, just kids and, you know, they're amazing with their communication. You're still able to share information with the teachers and, you know, back and forth. So it's really exciting, um, you know, and we'll just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, you were the national finalist for the Ireland's Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award. You've been uh, ambassador for National Women's Enterprise as well. I could go on about the successes, but there has to have been times when there was great challenge, plenty of late nights, worrying whether it was going to work or not. How did you get yourself out of that kind of negative talking to yourself about it's not going to work or it's I'm not the best person for the job? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think when I have a negative thought pattern, which, by the way, is often, um, <laughs> I face the problem head on. And I, I didn't start off like this, but I start researching and talking to people who are way smarter than I am and trying to find someone who's gone through whatever the problem is. You know, when I was much younger, anytime I would have a negative thought pattern, it would almost paralyze me. The fear of failure would make me you know, think it was impossible to keep going. But now I kind of let that drive me forward. For me, I think there's nothing worse. And I think we all know it, you know, that feeling of knowing you have to do something, but like you're too afraid to start. Yeah. And I think, you know, starting too late and then realizing that if you'd actually just given yourself more time, it would have, you know, it wouldn't have been as bad as you thought. So for me, when I get into that negative thought pattern, it's to face it head on and just, you know, start trying to find the solution. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. And in terms of the best piece of advice then that you were given that always sticks with you? Yeah, it's definitely regarding starting a business. I mean, the best advice was just to do it. You know, we can really talk ourselves out of doing something great. But you know what? You can also talk yourself into doing something great, too. So if you want to do something, just start. Oh, I love that. And that's uh, great advice as well for somebody that's listening in that might have an idea. You know, they might be maybe out of work due to the pandemic. They're thinking, I actually do have an idea for a business. Your advice to them is just go for it. Just do it. Just do it. And the thing is that, like, I completely understand the fear aspect as well. So, you know, it it is during a a pandemic. Lots of people are out of jobs. And like you said, people will be thinking about starting a business. And what I would say is that the fear is actually a good thing. It means that you care. So instead of living in fear, just use it to go out there and see if people will buy whatever it is that you want to to sell. You can be your biggest skeptic. And if potential customers are telling you that they want what you have, then just go out there and do it. You know, I would always say that if you do something amazing, shout it from the rooftops as well. If you need help, ask for it. Like I started a technology company, TeachCloud, as a non-tech founder, and I was able to do it because I talked to people Um, And at one stage, I went on LinkedIn and just started posting about the challenges that preschool teachers were facing. And an investor in the UK saw it and I raised £50,000 from one LinkedIn post. So, you know, you never know when where things can go. So like like that, if you are thinking of starting something, just do it. Just go for it. Finally, I always finish up uh, Monday Motivation by asking people who are successful in life about their morning routine. Could you share your morning routine with us? Yeah. Do you know what? It depends on the morning. Um, And I've listened to some podcasts with, you know, these entrepreneurs who've made like millions and they're like, you know, I get up at 5 a.m. and all this kind of stuff. Look, that's not me. Don't get me wrong. Look, there are some mornings where I do get up at five but only because there's something that needs to be done. You know, I'm not just up at five for the crack, right? And I rarely set an alarm as well. I think my body just knows when to get up or maybe that's just the stress. But my morning routine is usually 
I don't set an alarm, so I just get up um, and I go straight into work or I'll go for an early run. But it's it's nothing spectacular, Sinead. Well, you know, that time for yourself in the morning run, very important. God only knows what uh, amazing thoughts have be going through your mind on that run when you have the free kind of headspace for it. Listen, thank you so much for joining me on the show, Wendy. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting to you. Continued success with this wonderful app, Teach Cloud. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks a million. Wendy, okay, there uh, joining us and the, the app Teach Cloud for any creches or childcare workers that want to find out more information about it. That's the name of it. And uh, as I say, it has made a massive difference to my life.